If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. I am here today with my really good friend, John Swan Adams. Hello, hello. John, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. I was talking to my husband this weekend just about city council. And you and I ran for city council at the same time and just the cool friends that we've met along the way. It's been awesome. And you're one of them, John. I (laughs) would never probably have even met you prior to this experience. No. And I've loved working with you and I will continue loving working with you. Because you're running for a second term. Well, let's first talk about your husband, how awesome he is. I, he's like the uh, first husband. <laughs> or, what do we call the first? The mayor's, the mayor's husband. Uh, he, he is a good guy. But he is, he is absolutely, he's one of my favorite people on the planet and compliments you so well. Um, well thank and you. so it's that like means a lot Sarah. that you would say the same thing about, about me. And um, John, you are so much fun to work with. I, I have loved getting <laughs> to know you because, um, you know, it's kind of like in a family. Everyone has their role. Yeah. You know, and you've got your role. You're such a great advocate for the community. You are, honestly, you're the guy people call when they want to be heard. Well, and, and that's, that's nice. awesome. But you also make it so much fun. And I love the fact that you just have a great sense of humor. So. Well, I feel like a lot of the times one of the things that we miss is the idea of working together. And um, I, I'm a negotiator by trade. I'm in sales. And so for me, a lot of the times when, when I see conflict, I think, how can we find a way where we can find common ground? And I uh, feel like there's that's missing a little bit in politics now. But what? on the local level... We've been able to do that. I mean, as a council, you you know, you, you and I, like you said, we ran at the same time. It's crazy to think that was four years ago. Can't believe um, it. But but I feel like uh, we've done a fabulous job, uh, and indicative of you being you know elected as mayor, um, <laughs> you know, with with overwhelming support, is that people have seen like, hey, you know, uh, Mayor Tammy Tran, John Adams, these are people that have listened to us and. Uh, you know, heard our voices and then tried to accommodate us. We haven't been able to always give them everything they want, but most most of the time people leave pretty, pretty heard and pretty satisfied, wouldn't John, you say? they do. And especially with you, people have told me that, you know, if, if they've called me about something and I've said, like, a, they want a speed sign in their, on, their, on their road because yeah. people are going too fast. And I'll say... You know, there's a process, and the, the people will say, "I'm going to call Councilmember Adams." Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll say, okay, yeah, you do that. It'll you for call, sure get done. You yeah, call yeah, yeah. because you get it done. You get it done. You listen to people, and like you said, they might not always love what happens because it might not be exactly what they wanted. But John, you make them feel so respected. That was one of the scariest things for me when I was first on planning commission. Is I thought, what am I going to do when people disagree with me and I'm going to disappoint them? But it's just a natural thing for you not to disappoint people, but no, to be able yeah. to be really comfortable having those conversations. I think you are so fantastic. Oh man, you're the best. You well, really are. it is. It's. Uh, it's. 
I, I do it because I really enjoy it. I love the challenge. I love the, and I love listening to people and I love talking to people. Like the funny thing, right? We talk about uh, one of the things that I did recently that um, that may have been somewhat embarrassing for the rest of city council, but we were down at the Utah League of Cities and Towns and there was a giant stage, right? There's a thousand people in this room and my thought is i want to be on stage most people think <laughs> right. like that's the last place i want to be but for me you know i want to be involved i want to be part of the you know part of the uh content that's being uh, shared with just, everybody i love it you love yeah it and it's not it's just your personality were you like that as a kid as a kid 100 percent. yes i mean when i uh my mom tells stories that the plumber you know would be there uh, having to fix something at our house and would have to come back the next day or even a week later and would say, so where's John? Because I would, uh, you know, I'd follow him around. Hey, you know, what are you doing? You know, what's this? Uh, well, <laughs> really? Tell me about this. Well, would... who's your family? You know, and that was, uh, yeah, that's just... how I've always, always been. I, I, I had to get um, uh, vocal, vocal coaching because I had worn out my vocal cords. I was talking so much. Really? That, yeah. I mean, it was... Uh, a rubber band on my wrist and so if like I was talking too much I'd have to flick it and remind myself okay so no it, it's a, it's a perfect place for me to be I, I love I, I love uh, being being in the mix <laughs> that's hilarious where do you fall in in terms of family order birth order yeah so I'm uh, the fourth of five children okay so that would make sense uh, yeah uh, and there's four boys one girl my sister's right in the middle um, three of us are in Kaysville, uh, me and two oh. of my brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah. met one of your brothers yeah. when I was out walking the streets campaigning. They, they're awesome. Uh, we, we are trying to get everybody back. You know, we're from Kaysville. Uh, originally my, my parents went to Davis high. They were high school sweethearts at Davis at high. Davis high. Uh, my grandfather was the mayor uh, of Kaysville and, uh, and a local judge here in Davis County, um, cool. judge Swan. And so, uh, just the roots here are here and that's where, you know, we're trying to convince my parents to, to make the move back out as well. But, uh, they're, they're, uh, caught in between my, my sister and my brother that actually live in, uh, South Salt Lake. So oh, makes it, to, yeah, they're trying to, you know, yeah, trying to make everyone not abandon happy. them. Right. Yeah. But yeah. it's great that you're here. I mean, you've got deep roots. You're known by everybody. And that's one of the things that I've learned is so important. It's not necessarily who we know, it's who knows us. Oh, 100%, right? Like mm -hmm. the, um, and, and that's harder and harder now with uh, just, the, just the nature of how large we're becoming um, as a city. In fact, what we had, the, uh, one of the guys that uh, came in that, said, that signed up to run, uh, he's new to the city, and the other night he asked us, so is it true that East and West Kaysville are splitting? And I'm like, oh, no. Wait, wait, did you say Yes, did he really? said, and I'm, and I'm like, no, that couldn't be further from the truth. But it's That's just funny, funny. how that, uh, you know, we're getting large enough that those types of rumors are Gosh. even That's being really spread. I have no idea where that well, would come from. Well, it might from. have been spread by a former mayor, Oh, on was April there? Fool's uh, Day, remember? Oh, yeah, that's that? right. That, that, that was not a funny April Fool's <laughs> joke. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mayor Witt posted it a couple of years ago. Oh, great. As a funny joke. Oh, great. So maybe yeah. he's been going through Kaysville. 
Kissable it's Facebook possible. page or something. It's possible. I'm thinking that isn't that's not even possible. But uh, it, I mean, you know, but that's been a concern, right? We've dealt with that with uh, some some somewhat of the, a lot of the East Kaysville residents maybe feeling like they haven't been heard or the density has has gone into their neighborhoods, and that's a real thing, and that's definitely uh, something sure. that we've had to consider. A lot, and I think we've we've done a fairly good job uh, of that. John, I think we've done a really good job. Remember when we were first on council, there was a development going in um, in East Kaysville, and I remember some of the prominent members of the that neighborhood, that area, were saying, "You know, this isn't fair." And we said, "I remember you and I both saying, don't worry, we will make sure that this is widespread throughout the community, throughout the 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 city.' Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put some density in different areas when it comes to us." To make it more more widespread, more and shared, we have, more yeah. I mean, and you look at like uh, there's the the trick is just finding the right spots. Those mm-hmm. ho- the homes that are uh, now just uh, north of uh, Boondocks, those homes are are fairly dense. They provided a lot of place, and my daughter has friends that live there that have moved in since those have been developed. Um, and so there there's spots. It's just about planning. And that's where you've that's been true. so good is just the idea of let's plan in advance. Let's get these things. Well, and you've been part of that process too because we started the general plan um, under Mayor Witt. Yeah, it was you a know, while. <laughs> we developed doing that. It took a long time. But I remember you telling people in, in a council meeting, hey, we're going to get some density on the west side. And then we did with the Flint Meadows yep. property project, um, the townhomes next to Smith's, some of the other areas that are going to develop. We, we're doing the best, is best, the the best job that we can yeah. as development and developers bring us projects. Well, and talk about like listening those, uh, that development was such a, uh, I mean, almost if you could put together a package of the right way to do it, right. They, they approached, uh, the neighbors, the Flint's had three or four meetings in their home, uh, where they met with neighbors. I mean, it was incredible because when they came to council, I don't know if you remember, I'm thinking this place is going to be packed with neighbors who are going to be a, a opposed to some density in their neighborhood. And there wasn't one person that spoke against it. And to me, that That's was true. a testament of the work they did to uh, customize it, but also listen to their neighbors. Um, that is always a shock to me when a developer comes in and set and there's neighbor after neighbor and you say, Hey, have you spoken to them? And they're like, well, well, we knocked a few doors and it's like, man, yeah, you got to go out, board. reach out to the neighbors. Cause we're representing the neighbors, not you in this situation. Well, and that's true. And I think that you've done a really great job of helping to educate developers and people that that's how it needs to happen. Cause I've heard you every time there's a development come up, a rezone. Have you talked to the neighbors? Yeah. Not that we need, and we understand law doesn't require neighbors approval for projects, right. but it's just a courteous thing to do. It's a really great thing to get them on board, to explain what's going on. It helps to really alleviate the um, conflict. It's the, the right approach, it is. for it's sure. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. And, and you consistently message that. And I think that people are starting to listen. Hopefully, the developers that are wanting to have successful yeah. developments get approved. <laughs> they're listening to what you're saying. Oh, man, I hope so. Yeah, it's, yeah. and I think you're, you're spot on. Like the idea that if they, if they want to make it successful, here's the recipe. 
right? And you're not going to get everybody on board, and that's okay. But right. oftentimes, if people are can be heard and they can hear your message, they have time to digest it. They have time to look at the pros and cons, and hopefully, come back with with some reason uh, reasonable requests that you can maybe meet uh, a fence or you know, trees or bushes or something, something that will appease their uh, possible frustrations of a rezone. And that's what we're talking about is a rezone, which is justifiable for a neighbor to think, hey, I moved in and I was under the impression that this was only going to be this and now you're going to change it. It should, it should be something that's looked at pretty, uh, pretty with a, with a fine tooth. What do you call it? A fine Fine comb, fine tooth tooth comb. comb. (laughs) Carefully, we need to really think about those things. (laughs) Exactly, and and it's true, especially Uh, when we're in. You know, one of the biggest investments that we're going to make is in our home. Yeah, and so you move in, and it's next to a a horse pasture. We kind of think that's how it's always going to be. Yeah, and obviously that changes, but we don't think Mm -hmm. about that, especially when we're young and it's our first house or. Even when it's our fifth house, we really don't think about it. You look around and you go, this is where I want to be for all these reasons. Absolutely. And then it changes. Well, I, I think I told this story in council one time, but when we moved into our home down, uh, you know, in the Sunset Equestrian area, it was summer and uh, and we built the house and then it weather became cool. And I remember walking outside of my door one night and being what is that smell? It smelled just rancid outside and come to find out it's a sewage plant. It's the sewage plant. It's just <laughs> west of us. Right. And I had no idea that it was even there. And, uh, I remember asking, uh, the builders at the time, Hey, you guys should really put that in writing. And they're like, yeah, it is in writing in the documents that you signed that were oh, you know, 80 pages long or whatever. <laughs> right. And fortunately, I mean, the sewage folks had just made leaps and bounds to to totally eliminate the the smells they've done all kinds of things with covering with tarps and different different things but yeah when you're first moving in you aren't thinking about those things you're just right. excited to you're get into ex- your new house exactly yeah. have more space have that's, more bedrooms that's funny john tell us a little bit about your motivations for running for council so you ran five years ago that's when we ran Wow. For yeah. First time. Yeah. Why, why did you decide to get involved? And Well, initially I uh, started coming to city council meetings because we had a, a issue with our uh, backyard. My neighbors and uh, seven of our other neighbors, uh, the developer the, had, at the time didn't build sufficient drainage in the backs of our yards. And so during the uh, wetter months, um, when the water table had risen, our backyards would turn into lakes. I mean, and some of our neighbors were dealing with two to three feet of water stemming oh, twenty awful. feet up. Yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, they're out there, you know, uh, using electronic motorboats in the backyard. And so, uh, you know, we were petitioning the city to find out what they, you know, what they had approved and those types of things. And I became involved in that because my backyard was part of it. And I would sit through these council meetings and the entire time I would be like, wait, now I have a comment about that, or I want, I want to say something about that. But of course, in the audience, you can't say anything. And 
uh, you, your opinion doesn't, I mean, it, it matters, but it doesn't really matter, right? Uh, it, until you have the chance to give a public comment. And so I found myself signing up for public comment for every little thing, you know, <laughs> that was going on in the city and started realizing, wow, I really like this and, <laughs> and I enjoy this and I have a lot to share. You know, it's like kind of the common joke at, at city council is, oh, here goes John. He's going to definitely share something about this. But uh, yeah, I, I realized, you know, I, this was something I truly enjoy. I wanted to be involved in the city. It felt like I had a good grasp on on what other people's feelings and opinions were as well around me and that I had some common ground there and would be able to speak for the people. And so I ran and uh, it was so enjoyable meeting everybody and, and getting encouraged by so many people. And then, of course, uh, having you totally destroy me. In, oh in, the, in the elections was humbling. <laughs> uh, fortunately, I was able to edge out Mike there at the end. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so so, so that was, uh, I think that was what drove me to do it, uh, was just seeing how much I enjoyed being involved with it and also yeah. feeling like I could make a difference. And and it's been just one of the best experiences of my life, you know, when I'm yeah. running again. I'm so glad you're writing again because you've made such a difference. I, oh, you know, nice. as we think about the different people we've had the opportunity to serve with, it's changed a little bit in the last couple of years. Yeah, and um, and and we miss, you know, I miss other people, and it's but but I really love the council that we have right now, and it's been so much fun working with you. Even, I mean, there's people, there's things, so many things that go on behind the scenes that people don't know, not secret things, but just discussions and deliberations and and research and work. Um, during this last budget, um series of, of workshops and, and meetings that we've had, you came up with a brilliant idea. Oh, you're and, nice and to And I want to make yeah. sure that people understand how much thought and how much research goes into the discussions that we have about the budget. We had a staff recommendation of doing a um, certain percentage of increase for the employees. And you came up with a great solution that provided the increase for the employees that's fair and reasonable justified, yeah. but also an opportunity for people to be able to sort of receive a bump that would not have received a bump otherwise. So do you want to talk, talk to a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was for us, the budget session this year was by far, you know, I think Councilmember Blackham has said uh, that this has been the most intense or extensive, you know, budget uh, I don't know, what would you call series it? Of like meetings. Series I mean, we've of had meetings. over 10 yeah. meetings that were dedicated just to the budget. I mean, discussion. we're meeting on a Friday and a Saturday mm -hmm. and we're meeting for three, four or five hours at a time mm -hmm. and rehashing the budget. I mean, and, and so, you know, to be able to take it from a deficit of two, two and a half million dollars down to eight, uh, eight ninety nine or nine hundred, whatever it is mm -hmm. right now, was a huge accomplishment, but required a lot of work. Right. One of the things that was so surprising to me uh, was, and and by surprising, I mean to say, I've been wondering why my money hasn't been stretching as far. Right, like you make a, a decent paycheck, and then all of a sudden it's all gone, and you're like. The, the right. last time I was able to save some of this money or do some things, you know, fun with it, go on vacation or whatnot. And it was it was real, very revealing to find as, over the last two budget sessions that the cost of living has gone up over 6% last year and this year 8.7%. 8, 8 so we're talking 
you know, 15, 14 to 15% just in two years, which is Huge. insane. It is. And, you know, in the past, our you know, finance guys have said that typically cost of living, we're seeing one to 2% increase. So, right. um, and the pinch there for me was really thinking about the folks who are in the maybe lower salary brackets who are making the 50 to 60 to to even $90,000 a year, uh, how that must be affecting them when they go to the gas station or mm -hmm. when they go to pick up eggs or, or uh, anything like that. And we saw a deficit, not only in the cost of living for all of our employees, but also the uh, cost of living, uh, I mean, the uh, wages that we were paying some of our employees compared to surrounding cities of our same size. Right. And I, I felt like at the time, wouldn't it be wiser rather than raise everybody, you know, this say 8% or whatnot to, to use some of that money to bring these folks that are hugely lower. I hate the word that I just used hugely. I'm thinking <laughs> that Donald Trump just walked into the room, but, uh, but, uh, you know, basically uh, providing those folks an opportunity to get them square and get them back to where they, where in, they probably within belong a competitive within a competitive range. range. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that, uh, I hope that, that not only, and, and it didn't cost us any extra money. It, it actually ended up saving us money. Saving us a little bit of money. Which and, is fantastic. And I feel like every, you know, hopefully, I mean, of course, everybody would want more, but this way we were able to not only be f fiscally responsible for uh, the people who we represent, uh, mm -hmm. you know, but also show, uh, keep good employees because that's the hardest. It's, it's hard to dance that line, right? Right. You, you, it's... It's a really hard line to dance. Yeah, if you don't have good people, I mean, you know, everybody is just like the the controversy with the with the uh, police that's gone over in the last while. I, mean, I think most people have realized, oh wait, uh, I may complain about this, and then all of a sudden those folks aren't there when I need them, and right. you know, I mean, so problems. you want good people. I mean, you could complain and say, oh, well, why don't we pay our, our police or our firefighters a little bit less, and then you have a fire or an emergency. Who do you want showing up? The right. person that wants you, to be there, or the person that you want your A gamers, your you A gamers, your, yeah, of course, sure. yeah, you want to be at the top of the list. You want your your folks to be the best and the way you get the best is you pay them. Well, and it's been hard, hasn't it? Because we're competing with other cities within our county mm -hmm. and we're also competing with other cities in our state. So in our minds, we're thinking, but it's Kaysville. Of course, everybody wants to work here. It's a yeah. great community. It's safe. And, and those are things are all true. But when you're in your 20s and you're starting your career and you can make $10, $15 an hour more somewhere else that might have even a little more excitement because that's the reason they go into these jobs because right. they want the excitement. <laughs> they don't want the safety that I'm picturing is wonderful and idyllic. They're wanting some, some action. Right. And so for them, it's really hard to not want to leave and hard not to leave um, yeah. for a higher paying job. And so it's, it's a really hard thing to do because like you said, the employees are our greatest asset. Well, and if even we can't the... keep people... You're right. And even though, even the guys who are, you know, older, I mean, a lot of, by older, I just mean, you know, nearing retirement, mm -hmm. they, uh, many of the state's uh, retirement codes are 
based off of their last Three couple years, years yes. of working. And so for them, they're thinking, you know, I, I, I can sacrifice, I can go work at this place that I don't necessarily love to be at, right. uh, or the area that maybe I don't love to be at, but I'm getting paid considerably more because that's going to dictate how much my retirement is. And it's so, true. I, I wish that this state or someone would change that because it makes it hard. It I does. think it's their last three years that get averaged. And yeah. so, of course, they are most serious, se- seasoned, serious, experienced employees. They want to they want to chase those higher wages. Yeah, for the longest time in California, teachers. I remember my father in law telling me in California, the teachers got a similar. Uh, there was a similar type of thing for government workers, teachers, uh, where their their pension was based off of, or their pay, I guess, for for the rest of their life was based off of the last two years. Folks were going in and working overtime for those last oh, two to, years, to just, just you know, ballooning their salary for those last two years because they thought, well, you know, this is going to dictate what I get for forever. Right, forever. So it's kind of a goofed up system. Oh, but I mean, if I were in the same, oh, I'd be doing the same, same thing, seat, making yeah. that decision, and maybe it is the last two. I'm not sure if it's last it, two I, or three. But, I don't. I'm not sure either. But I think but it, it is like huge, that. It makes a huge difference for people. Yeah. So, so I just thought your your solution was brilliant. No, because you're nice. you know we've got a great council. People are very conservative. They want to do the right thing. We want to be accountable to us ourselves as well as everybody else because we pay taxes in Kaysville. Um, but just to be able to come up with a solution that that really did allow for an adjustment for the people that really needed it, like you mentioned, but also a fair and reasonable wage for everyone else. Yeah. It was it was a great solution. Well, you're nice. And, and I, hopefully everybody feels okay about it. It was definitely a think tank. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, we were there 10 meetings, uh, you know, just grinding it out. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know that I saw now you asked why I ran for council. I never saw that side of it. I never, I, I don't know if you did when I, you were looking at council, but I never saw the budget, uh, side of it as that intense. Um, right. and it, and it has been intense, you know, it's last year, we made the decision not to uh, do uh, truth and taxation, and that was a very close vote. It was two mm-hmm. to three, right? And we used some savings money, but that put us in a position this year where now we had to make up that amount plus right. our deficit from before. And so hopefully some good things happen. Hopefully we can get uh, Fruit Heights back, uh, providing fire service for them. That would be a, a huge boon. It, it would be, it would be really nice. And um, I know you've done a lot of work to, to mend fences there and to not, I think I would have had a, had a more difficult time, <laughs> but you've been so sweet to them and we, and we do, we love our Fruit Heights neighbors. We hope that we get a chance to. They, they do a great job. Mayor Pullman's great yep. over there. He's a numbers guy and it, and, you know, hopefully the service will be able to um, demonstrate that the numbers are justified. That'd be nice. That'd yes. be really nice. It's, it's been great. John, tell, tell us about maybe some, I don't want to put you on the spot, but maybe some, some fun memories from serving on council for the, for the last memories. four years. Let's see. I, well, I've kind of been, uh, maybe in some ways I'm a little, uh, say color would we say colorful or or tell jokes i i, I tend to I think sometimes that, so i've been uh I, there's been a couple times uh 
It's been really tense. <laughs> There's been tense times. There was one time that I remember where I, I had to actually ask for a break because we had to make a, a critical decision. <laughs> but I think from a from a standpoint of things that I remember that are that have been just fun and exciting. Um, anytime we've involved the U City Council, that's been just an absolute hoot. We went this last time. We went down to a tour of the Capitol with the U City Council and. Mm-hmm. We're able to uh, go in and meet with the, uh, you know, I reached out to the governor and the governor met that with us. That was awesome. Um, and then and then we walked up and we left the governor's office and went up and talked to the speaker of the house, you know, Brad Wilson, who's in our uh, neighborhood area. And then we ran over and met with the Senate president, Stuart Adams. Right. So I think the, the kids, it, it was funny because they really did. They saw all these guys like rock stars. They thought mm-hmm. this is pretty awesome. Well, and you as their rock star well, advisor leader, because you can get op- get those doors open. I kind of weaseled my way into some of those things. But yeah, it was definitely, it was, that was a fun memory uh, recently. Um, I, I have sang opera a couple of times on, <laughs> uh, on the dais uh, to... Uh, folks for their birthday (laughs) there's been a a couple of those um i think that keeping it light has been uh, a little bit of my mantra because Mm -hmm. sometimes those meetings can feel like oh okay we got to remember why we're here we're here as a community you know and we're working together and uh you know at the end of the day Tammy's my neighbor, and, right. and, um, and we're friends. And we're friends, yeah. It, it's true, and we live in a community that really values that—the relationships. Like you 100%. were talking about your your grandpa being the mayor of Kaysville. I mean, that's what's great about Kaysville. People have deep roots. Deep roots, and those relationships are remembered and yeah. valuable. Well, and that's and, what the library. I mean, I was so impressed with you and uh, and our team and staff. I mean, there was talk uh, in previous... I tried to get him to do a public-private partnership. Yeah, I I remember sitting in a meeting when I was new on council, and I suggested it. And I was met with stone faces. Serious. And and it's like you you had the idea years before, and that's, I mean, you know... But but we can't do it by ourselves. No, we can't. And that's what's so awesome about our council. I mean, we figured I mean, it out. Yeah, and having the support of saying, "Yeah, let's let's look at it. What can we do to make it happen?" And then getting on Council Member Blackham on board, which was great because before he felt like maybe the library wasn't something that we needed to focus on. Right. And now he's completely on board. But I think it's having your connection too, or your grandpa. Didn't he build that he, library? He, yeah. In fact, he was the mayor. Well, he didn't necessarily build it, but he was the mayor at the time when they put in for the bond. Oh, okay. And it's, That's right. It's funny to look at the history. It was like a vote of 50 to, you know, 18 or something. I mean, it's such a small vote. But the, the you know, the building has a ton of history for the folks that live here mm-hmm. and there's really cool uh, examples in older cities like Boston and some of these other places where they've taken these old buildings and turned them into restaurants or malls or different things. Right. And so, you know, the collaboration to be able to preserve and save the building but provide a service for that was what we always wanted we right. we knew if the if there you know there's no longer going to be a library there we would love to have an entire building of a museum but we couldn't afford it and 
the idea of staffing something like that um, was was hard to pencil. And so to ask the citizens, hey, we're going to take out a bond to to do a building that you know, we don't technically, we don't need, technically need. Yeah. Right. So the idea of getting somebody else to pay for it. And uh, and it's a win win mm-hmm. from from all from all sides. I mean, I just have been so happy with that and the way it's turned out. And and to think that you know there was a a council meeting. I remember the council meeting when uh, you know a certain someone said to me, "Hey, that building's going coming mm-hmm. down, and we're deciding tonight." And I'm like, "What? <gasps> well, no way!" Right, you know. Right. And so it's it's to me, it's been really cool to see see where we've come with that. Well, and John, you've been so fantastic to be in those critical meetings, having the courage to say, uh-uh. No. No, 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 we're not, not doing this that. Building. No, no, yeah. no. Let's look at that a little bit differently and let's just put a pause so we can make better decisions. Well, you're nice. I think it's been, everybody's been really good about saying, you know, let's not rush to any, and and it's been helpful to have people come out. I mean, that's one thing I've really missed lately about our meetings is we haven't seen... We haven't seen as many people. We haven't have seen we? as many people, which makes me wonder, are we doing a good job? Maybe that's what it is. They're just like, they they I, trust what we're mm, doing. I've heard that we're kind of boring. Oh, we're boring. I have heard that because a couple of years ago, there There's was more definitely action. more action happening <laughs> on council. I think our meetings were much more entertaining to, to people who were... You know, eating yeah. their popcorn, casually watching. Well, what was it that uh, Bob, was it Bob Stevenson that said they would end their meetings early oh, so, so they, they could, could watch ours? They could tune into YouTube and watch <laughs> our, our council meetings. It probably was. It's funny how, the like, I don't know if you watch the Real Housewives, any of those Real Housewives shows. Um, Sarah, my wife, has got me into them, and, and I pretend like I'm just watching them But you actually her. really like oh, them? Oh, yeah, I love them. Do you? I, I've never oh, seen I absolutely them. love them. I, I mean, it's... It's almost like a, but a train wreck. It's totally a train wreck. And that's why you're watching. In fact, uh, you know, you can, we joke around because every episode's going to have some type of a blow up, some fight. And so we tease like uh, back in high school days where you're like, fight, 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 fight. you know, so we start chanting when it, when it comes up and the, and these shows have to be, they have to be scripted, but you can't think about them that way because then it ruins all the magic. Right. Right? All of the fun. But I've thought the same thing about our council meetings. I've thought, yeah, yeah, we, we maybe need to get a little bit of these, like a little bit of drama coming in, <laughs> something, something to spice it up. <laughs> our, our, our goal in Reading, I remember talking to you was, okay, stay out of the news. Stay out of the news. Stay out of the news, which we've accomplished. It has been great. So I kind of think that if if a lot of people aren't showing up, it's because we are doing a good job. Yeah. And I think it's because we've done a lot of homework before the meeting starts. Yeah. You know, I mean, every time there's an issue, people call you first. I know you're their first phone call to come out, walk the property, talk to them, and then everyone else gets on board too. And it's great because everybody on council is willing to have those conversations. Right. So we have a lot of, you know, meetings where residents will say, hey, come look at my neighborhood. This is not appropriate here. I don't want this rezoned. And then we, we go out, we look, we have meetings, we talk to them. Yeah, they feel and, very heard, and uh, and I mean, you know, you say m- me, but you're every day out there, and I don't know that there's been a situation where you have not been walking, walking the lots, you know, driving by more than just driving by, meeting with the neighbors. I mean, the 
you know, the poor uh, circumstance that happened up uh, there east with the with the flooding. Oh, mm -hmm. you, you, you guys were there and you were talking to those neighbors. And that's something that I really thought. And I don't know how much you talked about it on the uh, on the most recent podcast. But but, you know, there were some fairly upset neighbors and. That one of the things that I admire so much about you, Tammy, is that you didn't say, oh, well, if they're going to talk bad about Caseville, then, you know, screw them or whatever. <laughs> you you were there. You knocked well, the door. You. That had to have been a hard door knock to do. But, uh, I mean, it made a difference, right? Like, Thank you. It, it does. Like, you know, face-to-face -face always makes a difference. Yeah. You know, people tend to be less frustrated when at least they can put a name to a face. Mm -hmm. And... um. I'm sure that they wanted us to do some things a little bit differently. Um, some of the neighbors wanted security cameras, and we thought, oh, can, is that something the city can buy? And yeah. it was decided that it wasn't an appropriate thing for a city to provide a private residence with um, security cameras. But what we did do is we did everything we could do. Right. And 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 that includes having conversations with them and, and at least really communicating where we're coming from. And so it is it is great. It's great to be able to know that the footsteps that I follow, especially up there, are after Public Works has already been there. Right. And they've been knocking on doors. And they knocked on every single door. They handed out flyers. They said, what can we do to help you? And it was so nice to be able to go in after they'd been there because they'd already made that contact. So we've got, we've got great staff. We do have great staff. And I don't know, I mean, in, unless you're involved in it. You don't see, you don't, it's almost no like idea. you don't even see them, right? Exactly. Like, They're invisible until you need them. Yeah. And, and it's not until you are in a situation, like I see their trucks all over the place, but I'm like, man, were they there? Right. Five years ago, six years ago when I lived in Kaysville, it's, because I do not, I do not remember seeing. I don't remember either. Honestly, no. I don't remember even thinking about paying attention to thinking about that. someone that empties yeah. the trash at Barnes Park or even mm -hmm. cuts the grass or make sure the water turns on i mean it's true it's it, the the cemetery for example i mean you think wow they you know somebody actually keeps this looking nice and it is a team it is. That does that. And it's true. I mean, if you've ever tried to keep your own grass green, think about the idea of keeping all of those, you right. know, lawns looking nice and and the power. I mean, even though we've had, you know, some areas of the city when we look at all of the analysis and how much how often the power's actually been off, we're we're phenomenal. I and mean, our our folks just work like you know, work like crazy. They have a real uh love for the city and and uh, it's like a badge of honor to know that the the water's going to get there, the power's going to get there, everything's going to be taken care of. So, yeah, we have incredible staff. It's awesome. We really do. As I was thinking about um, the last couple of years, when we were running together uh, for city council, there were some pretty big issues, as I remember. One of them was the old library building, whatever yeah. we do with it. And then... What else? What Wait, else do you remember? Was, yeah, absolutely. It was fiber. Oh, fiber. Fiber that's right. was the fiber big was deal. The big one. And I okay. think we did a great job there, Tammy. I, like I did uh, too, John. you and I both uh, came into that situation saying, "Look, we this is something big enough that we that the people should that's vote." True. You're right. I forgot and, about that. And that was, you know, that was our our you know introduction to and. You think it, as you know, just having been elected, it was probably something that we could have decided. And after four years, folks maybe would have 
forgotten that we chose it for them or whatnot, but we we all felt very strongly, uh, you and I especially, that this needed to go to a ballot. It was important enough, and it lost not by a lot. Like it was a tight, it was a close. I don't think it was fifty one forty nine, but it was pretty close it was. down the middle. And yet, as a result of that, Connext has you know come in and said, "Boy, we'll." We see the market now, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll do it uh, on our own without the city having to bond thirty five million dollars. Unbelievable! It's the that's the way to do it, right? right. They've kept it in the free right. market, and uh, it's helped lower prices with other internet providers, and helped maybe stimulate them to be a little bit a more little aggressive. More right. Yeah, so I think no, it was a, it was a fantastic thing that that happened just as we became city councilors, you know, and like That's you true. said, the, yeah, the library certainly was, was a hot topic. Um, I'm trying to think what else we, I think you're, you're totally right on the fiber. That was the biggest thing going on. That was a the big deal. Discussion. As yeah. I was just thinking about now versus now. So you're running for your second term. Uh-huh. I, I mean, do we have any, I, growth I of course is always kind of a, a question about how we're going to handle growth, but yeah. I think that, I mean, I think, you know, one of the things that's motivating me to to continue on is there are a few things that I feel are unfinished that I want to be a part of. I want to be part of the project uh, with the library project, uh, the old library we're talking about. Uh, I, I want to be uh, a part of the master plan for the city and seeing that Good. come to fruition. You know, we, we look at... Um, We've talked a lot about this, or and at length. I've said on two hundred North, it it's discouraging to me that somebody, you know, years and years ago didn't think, hey, let's make it so that all of the buildings have to be somewhat in line on two hundred North. That there's some kind of form based code or something form based code, so that you feel like you get off that off ramp in Kaysville mm-hmm. and you're driving up that road and it feels unique and wonderful and doesn't kind of feel like this hodgepodge of you know everybody's sort of putting in whenever they want. And so we have a chance to maybe help right. help true. with that in in different areas of the city. And your you know your campaign uh, or, or the campaign, but 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 driven a lot by your energy uh, with the <laughs> you know getting Trader Joe's and some of these right. other places. I I love the idea of looking to the future, and there's a lot of those things that I would like to see see done um and that's you know that's kind of my my motivation for running again i'm glad you're running again because you've been part of the planning for the main street redevelopment and the um, redevelopment of some other really key areas in the city and so i think it's awesome i'm i'm so glad that you're ah you're awesome i'm so glad you're you're going for it john you're gonna win you're gonna do great oh shoot well i i hope so i i really do i hope that i've earned uh hope that I've earned that. I, I do think that uh, I've represented the people for the most part. And you really um, have. And you're you're awesome. I hope to get another four years with you. I hope so, too. I'm up in two years. So oh, well, there we'll you go. So maybe goes. another six. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll see. I love it. Oh, John, you're great. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Mayor Tran, you're the best. Council member. Oh, John, we need to tell people where they can find you. Do you want to, do you, do you, would you prefer texting or? Text me. Uh, absolutely. In fact, uh, oh, there's a funny story. When, um, when I 
first was running for uh, city council, somebody said, create a Google Voice phone number because that way, if you leave office, you, that number will detach or something. I don't even know why someone... They couldn't it, actually get whoever you, Whoever did it, yeah, whoever told me to do it, and, then, and I listened to them and I did it, and it's been the bane of my existence because I, I just want them to have my phone number, right? Oh, okay. So I finally got Anne-Marie to switch it and take it off. And, uh, but yeah, uh, text, text or call me. Uh, it's 801-652-3254. And I wish there was some kind of cool acronym for that, like that would be... like uh, Studman or something. <laughs> that would one, be awesome. Eight hundred one Studman, but it's not, unfortunately. <laughs> so, John, pretty brave to give your number out over. Oh yeah. Over a podcast. Well, there's millions of because listeners. I do I have know. millions of listeners, yeah. just so you know, and um, and trying to gain more. <laughs> <laughs> every day <laughs> Tammy you're awesome hey, look just a quick plug for you I just can't I, I can't thank you enough for all that you do and for those listening I mean it, this is a mayor that's at the at her office at the city hall every day this is not a full-time gig but she treats it like one um, you just you go above and beyond I'm sure you are working 18 hours a day I don't know how you do it and be a grandma and be everything that you are but you do and it's awesome we appreciate it well, my family you. really appreciates you and all that you do thank you yeah, feel the course. same way about you well you're the best to all my podcast listeners thank you for listening i really appreciate your feedback and your support please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests and most importantly subscribe thank you